Hey everyone, this is Gregorio. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this one. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a good, nice conversation with Altrice. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned to the end. Um, I'm going to give you guys some info and details about the Tucson Hip Hop Festival. Small details, but some details. <laughs> Altrice. Hello everyone, this is another episode of Sales Talking and today I am here with Altrice. How you doing man? Good, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. No, thank thank you for actually coming on. Um, Right off the bat, what's your first memory? Uh, My first memory, I'm playing with a toy giraffe in a high chair. Yes. I had this set of uh, like, just like traditional you would think like toys from the that you would see in the fifties or something like uh-huh. just anim, random animals. So I remember that. That's like, and I also remember having my diaper change. I don't know how how deep you want to get. Oh man, I want to go to the first memory. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know which one was first, but those were two. Like okay, my Nana changing my diaper, and I actually could smell the like the wipes, the baby wipes. Yeah, I still have that memory, scent, wow. smell memory, and then playing with the giraffe. Uh, and everything else is. Uh, I have a lot of memories from Iran. I, I visited oh, really? when I was five. Yeah. So. How was that? That was that was pretty crazy. I, I my dad's Iranian, so my whole family right. was there. Um, and yeah, I remember I wrote. I learned how to ride a bike when I was in Iran. I learned how to speak Farsi. Wow. Um, I met a bunch of my cousins that I never met before. How long did you live there? Or oh, it was just uh, was it a three moment? months. Three months. Yeah, it was just oh, like okay. a summer vacation. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, those are kind of the the first like pretty uh, pretty big memories. Yeah. Probably the biggest ones in Iran, like yeah. where um, I felt like part of a big family. Like there was like I don't know. Um, cause, uh, my mom's side lives in Tucson. Yeah. Like mostly uh, mostly here, uh, and so I had really only met them. And then it's it's crazy that suddenly you like meet the other half right. of your lineage, right? And then yeah, realize that you're more than you thought you were, maybe. Or okay. Something like that. Was it? How was the? How was it knowing the Mexican side and then comparing it to the Iranian side? Uh, I'd say pretty similar in in yeah. the just just the love of just like family and food and, and dancing. It's like of course. It's, it's all the same. Yeah. Um, there's just technical differences in what you know uh, what kind of music is being played and, right and then what I don't know um, the core is the same but like the dressing is different yeah yeah, yeah it's really that's that fascinates me to this day um, like I, I'm I'm made up of these two worlds that uh, otherwise like don't really mix um, right. And maybe uh, not even mix. It's just like they're not. Even, they don't encounter each other too often. Yeah, and I mean mix like in the way like you would never. I don't know. You would never see uh, like a romantic comedy with a with an Iranian and a Mexican. Mexican. Or, you know. That's very true. <laughs> maybe we're on our way finally. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. That's for sure. Yeah. It is. It is interesting to me. It's. It's. Uh, when I when I because I read the interview that Isaac did for oh. you, yeah, I read that and it, it was interesting when I first read it because 
I don't. I might be completely wrong about this, but you being Iranian and Mexican is like you're, you're both Meso. You're both of the Meso ancestors, oh, yeah. Mesopotamian and Mesoamerican. There we go. Yeah, that's, I, n- I never thought of that. Yeah, I like when when I when I read that, I was like, oh, that's so interesting because yeah. like they got to meet finally, and you and like, here yeah. you are in the embodiment. Yeah. Now, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. How did um how did music come into your life? Um. Another uh, memory of Iran was learning how to play piano, and that oh, really? was, and that was, you know, I was only five, but um, my uncle, who's pretty musically inclined, was that a little loud? Um, loud. Hold on. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, we had to readjust real quick. But what, what were we saying? Music. You got you oh, piano uh, when you were over there, right? Yeah, I learned a little tune on piano, and I don't know how it goes. I know it's an A minor. My uncle taught it to me. It, it's like that. I'm sure um, somebody knows what that is because I think like JLo actually sampled it recently. Um, anyway, uh, it was really fun to learn. Yeah, because I think JLo did, or was it Pitbull maybe? Probably both, both of them. Yeah, yeah, because it sounds super familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my uh, my uncle taught me that, and uh, I could tell like right away, uh, or like you know, I just like learned really fast on on the piano, um, and so I ended up uh, went back to back home. Uh, I got a keyboard, and, and um, I think like in second grade I took piano lessons for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how long I really stuck with it. That was the thing. I, I didn't. Um, uh, I didn't stick with practicing too much in, in a traditional sense. Yeah. So. What was like, that? Like, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just like a you know when you're a kid, you your patience level isn't too uh, developed, and you know, like I, I tried violin. I quit after a year. I know that one is like violin. I hear just you know also my sister uh like quit very shortly after she started like violin it takes so long to even get one nice note out of there um so but with piano it's more instantly gratifying so yeah um yeah i always had a keyboard in my room and so i would always fiddle around and try to learn um different themes of tv shows and like right. i remember trying to learn mortal Kombat that that you know yeah. uh from the movie yeah, the yeah. theme um and just like a bunch of like techno songs uh yeah. like uh, i had uh, stacks of ultimate dance party compilations <laughs> uh, so ultimate dance party 97 through 99 were pretty pretty uh, inspirational for me yeah so I try to learn a lot of uh, stuff up from there it's awesome so yeah I was like picking up on melodies and and um, also bass lines too I, I I could tell like I could tell why they were important and and like how you know how to play them in conjunction Just with the melody natural, t- natural talent for it huh uh, yeah, yeah, I think it felt like it, and then, but still, I would, you know, not really last too long in a right. in a class, <laughs> just because I don't know. Maybe that was like, oh, I um, maybe it was a false sense of like, oh, I already know this, right? Um, but now, looking back, of course, I would have benefited from sticking around, but um, of course, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I was doing that. Uh, guitar came in my life in high school, like when I heard my friend Nick playing uh, uh, his acoustic guitar on the, on the school bus, like uh-huh. in like ninth grade. So, like, he taught me how to play Foo Fighters and Green Day and all this. And so, so and then I, I, I wanted a guitar, like, right away. And then, yeah. And then, um, had the guitar. Yeah, my, and then a childhood friend of mine uh, has electric guitar at his house. So, I, Every weekend, I'd go to his house and play electric because I wasn't allowed to have one at my house. So, um, <laughs> too loud, maybe? Is that oh, for sure. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. Um, so I got to learn all, you know, tune it to drop D and do as much metal as I could before I had to go back home. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's awesome. So you were, you were like, uh, an odd, like, you were in music in general. You didn't care. You didn't discriminate. You just wanted to, oh, just wanted yeah. to experiment. I think, like... Um, like some bands that really uh, I was vibing with in, in high school, things like uh, you know the embarrassing to say like Incubus and and Corn uh, and all all these like I don't know what some would describe as new metal now. Um, would like, they but, describe it as new metal? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe maybe not so much Incubus, but like ah. uh, I just like learned a lo- I just learned the albums back to front to back mm. like on guitar, even if it was like wrong um i learned it the way i I could yeah um and yeah so those were just like um my yeah that was like my new classroom was just like just experimenting yourself yeah my new private teacher was any any cd that i bought and i i just like played just learned by ear yeah played until i was tired of playing it (laughs) wow um so then what, what turned you into making beats if you were all with instruments and everything? Yeah, so I was I was doing instruments, and then in sophomore year of high school, uh, my cousin showed me uh, FL Studio, mm. and um, I didn't know that was a, that you could do that. Right. I mean, I had listened to hip-hop before. I The first, um, and, and electronic music before, I, mm. I, when I got a, when I got a computer, in fourth grade like it was like the desktop family computer like I had this program that was like it had demos of all these different um, songs at the time mm-hmm. and it, it had a few uh, Nas and Tribe Called Quest like demos like just like okay. like 15 seconds of like If I Ruled the World or Street Dreams or yeah. um, with like Tribe Called Quest I think the first song of theirs I heard was Once Again um, and I would just listen to these 15-second loops over and over. And uh, later on in life, I listened to the full song, and I'm, like, just baffled that, like, I got down on such a small snippet of, of these tracks. Right. Um, I don't know, like, um, yeah, so that was kind of, that was cool to experience. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so then back to FL, I, I, <laughs> I, I realized, oh, I can do that in... Yeah, can, experiment in that way yeah i can make it myself and i i originally uh started making like kind of like dancey stuff like i guess trance or um what i later found out was called happy hardcore just like happy hardcore yeah just like (laughs) just like silly dance music okay Um, but it was really gratifying to 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 make make it yeah of course it was just like like you don't hold anything back yeah you know it's not subtle in any way Oh. Whereas, like you know, the stuff I do now, I I'd like to think is a little more, a little more nuanced. Okay. Um, 
would yeah. say so from what I've listened to. Yeah, I would say it's a little more nuanced, I'd say. So, yeah, when I first was doing it, I was just, like, working my muscles, like, trying yeah. to uh, figure out how to how to work this new uh, program, which, and, and I had no idea that the software was based on, like, hardware of, of you know, decades past, like, I mean, I, the, the channel selector in, in FL is a lot like an 808, and, you know, it's, Really? Um, uh, so yeah, I, d- I had no idea. I thought right. just like this is how you make electronic music is you use software and right. so I just kept doing that, got obsessed with it, like would make like really uh, almost unlistenable stuff, <laughs> but it was like it was really a good outlet. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't a uh, big into sports or like partying or anything, right. so I I just you found your niche. Yeah, I was just at home making, making. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't know, I guess you call them beats, but it wasn't exactly hip-hop at the time. But right. then, um, yeah, maybe uh, end of high school, beginning of college, I started to to shift over. Um, yeah, I don't, I couldn't really explain why. Um, over. Yeah, maybe I just started to... It's connected to the you not being able to hold on to an instrument for too long. Perhaps, it's connected yeah. Back to that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I just like explored the genre and then moved on to the yeah. next thing. Um, and uh, and then I started exploring more. I find, find finding out more about hip hop and not just that it it's not just it's not just something that you create in a software and then that's hip hop. It's right. you know I started learning a little bit about the context of hip hop and. Um, a bit of the history and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that you know that fascinates me to this day. So, yeah, the more the more I make now, I um, try to think like, what place does it? What place does my stuff have in in the entire hip hop world? And maybe maybe it doesn't, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to find out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Yeah, because I, I I've definitely tried to uh, emulate like hip hop styles and yeah and stuff, and I can always tell it's not not quite me. Right, so, of course. So um, I don't think yeah. I don't think yeah, I think you have to be completely you for you to actually spread like how you would. Yeah. yeah. You you have a very distinctive sound from okay. what I've listened to. It's yeah. very interesting. You yourself are a very you have a, a presence to you. And it's very, um, it's noticeable, but it's light. It's mm. interesting. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think, and and uh, now that I've met more producers, and I have, uh, I have, you know, Pike to thank for that, and, and Rock, and yeah. uh, other folks in Tucson. That um, so I've met these producers that now I, I've kind of gotten to see how they make their beats, and I noticed like how. How um, unique my process is. You know, I mean, not it's not entirely detached from um, other people's ways, but um, yeah, because uh, I was just showing like Rock, for example, how I make beats in a program called Reaper, right? Um, which I've been using uh, for about six years now. Um, from what I read, at least on the from the article, it sounded like it was much uh, more liberating. Yeah, 
I mean, uh, either one can be as liberating as you want. I just, okay. I think I, yeah, maybe, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to say that you can't do uh, experimental stuff in FL. Right. Um, but it maybe it lends itself more to doing it a certain certain styles okay. and, and that program. And, and Reaper's like, you turn off the grid and you're like, literally, you're making music in thin air, it feels like. Um, and then I bring in, uh, heavily bring in samples and stuff because I like, I like um, using other people's music as like, uh, like a library, like or like, like scrapbooking or yeah, like collaging. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, so uh, I, so yeah, uh, Reapers allowed me to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, w- I was showing, I was showing Rock how I made beats and he was he was saying like, oh that's that's he was kind of sometimes baffled like why why would you why would you do it that way yeah. i mean there's some there's definitely easier ways to do it like having um, <laughs> uh, like i i basically use a keyboard and mouse and i don't have any um like hardware i don't have any uh i don't have any keyboards anymore or or I, I've never had any drum machines. Um, really? Yeah, I just I look at the sounds as they are, as like a wave file or an MP3, uh-huh. um, preferably a wave, and then I bring it into right. the program, and you you see the visual representation of of it in a waveform, and you right. and you go from there. And I see I see where the spikes are. are. I know I know what a kick and a snare and a hat look like, oh. um, so I'm able to like. Just take that and then like sample those pieces and stuff yeah like, that. like I, I I could make a track without even listening to the sample that I'm about to like I, I just I can see what it looks like really um, which is I wouldn't say it, it'd come out amazing <laughs> right but you could it could yeah. come out possible yeah. maybe <laughs> yeah it could come out um, yeah so yeah Reaper allows me to, to do that type of thing like mm. I I, sometimes I don't trust, like say I had a beat uh, or, or a drum machine, mm-hmm. I don't quite trust that my hands are going to do the trick. Um, or like I could do, like my hands may be more prone to like making a, a more conventional beat because that's just, you know, I, I also learned drums in college too and right. my friend uh, um, always had a, a drum set around that I could use at any time. So. Right. Um, yeah, so I think uh, when I use the keyboard and mouse and kind of come at it, come at it in a in a in a different in a, way. in a different like methodical way, yeah, uh, I end up making things that are, like even like that they surprise me. <laughs> so that's um, interesting. Yeah, things that I would never have thought to made mm. to have made. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. That, that that to me really fascinates me because it's like, it, it it goes back to this principle that I really like, I really enjoy, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the principle comes from a guy. His name is Marshall McLuhan, mm-hmm. and he had this uh, idea or this whole like, he essentially wrote a book about it, and he said that the medium is the is the message. Uh-huh. So like whatever tool we make, the tool builds us back. Mm-hmm. So. In, in a sense, you sort of figure that out, that if you use the drum set, 
you would end up making a traditional beat. Yeah. And you didn't want that. So you went a different route and you made something with using a different tool set yeah. allowed you to make something different. Yeah. Which where it goes back to the principle of like you, you we, we make the tools and the tools build us back. Exactly. Yeah. And you ended up doing that. No, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, not to say that uh, conventional beats are bad right. or it's whatever. Not, it's not bashing. It's yeah. just, a, a, just oh, yeah. a, 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 a fact. Yeah. It's just a... Like the, it's like the environment you're in uh, influences you in, in almost every way. Yes, exactly. Like you can't, I don't think you can be the same you when you're in different environments. No, not at all. You know what's uh, interesting about that is that if you, if you pick yourself up and then you go into a different environment, you end up turning genes on and turning other genes off. Mm. And you can like like it's almost and that's why people say get out of your comfort zone. It's essentially oh, sure. you turning yourself on and like like becoming more of you. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh yeah, and I, yeah, I've I felt I felt that, and I've I've rushed back home sometimes. <laughs> like, like sometimes that's too intense. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I I take things um, as slow as I can. Mm. I uh, and yeah, my my comfort zone is sometimes it can be very small. Mm, where okay. I, I do feel like I'm in a bubble and and I yeah I'm like okay it's time to time to check some other stuff out yeah um, I know that that yeah. was that was me for most of my life and then, uh-huh. and then I, I, I had to leave I had, I had to go do something yeah. <laughs> I had to yeah. go do something and a big reason why I'm still in Tucson I mean I, I've been here for 31 and a half years and mm. I'm completely satisfied with that like yeah I'll, I'll yeah. probably be the same way I'll probably travel yeah. but I'm dying here uh, yeah I'm dying yeah. Um, how do you feel about Tucson? Like, how would you describe it? Oh, it's just uh, you can be present here. Not, not that I always am, but I, like you're, you know, like there's no um, unless you want it to be. There's no like hustle bustle. That like you know you can be mm. you can be quiet here. Um, you don't have to be like the the squeaky wheel. Um, yeah, so I in trouble when the wheel keeping going. Yeah, and I and I also feel like um, the the people around also allow you to like there's the the camaraderie we have here is uh, amazing. Like I feel right. like we all at least art- artistically support each other. Yes. Um, I don't think we're we're out to get each other for the most part. Um, no, no, no. There's just a vibe here that there is that uh, lends itself to to encouragement and and uh and just like oh yeah like do it the like do it at your pace and we'll be here for you when you need a an outlet or a stage um so yeah i agree 100 percent. and then uh like we were talking about before like with all the the development like and everything yeah like uh, you know downtown looks completely different than it did you know five ten years ago and um so interesting yeah, so I'm not, I'm not resisting that, but uh, but it's yeah. happening. It feels like it's it's uh, it's kind of invading that that space that um, that I refer to as as being the uh, quiet place. The, the quiet, yeah, the right. quiet place. Um, but yeah, I can just yeah. You say that as we got drums in the background going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Today is second Saturday, and yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I completely forgot it was a Saturday too. The, the, oddly enough, though, with you like. You you able you are able to realize the difference. I have only actually started interacting with downtown for maybe like four years. Mm. 
Uh, I, I oh, and even in those four years, yeah, it's I, I've noticed minor differences. That like that giant hotel. For sure. That's a bummer. <laughs> that was a bummer. I didn't really register it until it was almost like done. And then right. one day I like looked at it and I was just like, and it was just there. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah was, I never, I never registered it. Yeah. And now at this point, I forgot what it, what used to be there. It was nothing there, right? Um, Who used to be there? I don't even remember anymore. I think that, yeah, that was a parking lot behind... Uh, playground? Playground. In the hub? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. It was, right? I've, I've gotten towed from that parking. Oh, space. really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, it doesn't exist no more, so... Right, so no more, no more of that. <laughs> no more of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny. So, yeah, the... Uh, what are you going to say about that? Tucson like, is the quiet place. Tucson is the quiet place, and it's and it's starting to get a little louder. But I mean, then and then you go to places like LA, and you're like, oh, not even close to that. Right? So, yeah, no, that's for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> that's I'm, for sure. I'm still, you know, we're still, I'm still hopeful. Yeah. Least, yeah, 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 yeah. We can still maintain. Yeah, we can still maintain this, it. even if it's not in the interest of whoever's building all these new yeah. buildings. It's so. a, it's a, it's almost as if Tucson is about to go into an identity crisis. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, it's buying the it's buying its it's buying fancy sports car. Right, yeah, yeah. it's going to, to yeah. there. <laughs> like, it's buying the fancy the fancy sports car in yeah. the form of what hotels and hotels and restaurants. restaurants. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love going to these new restaurants. The restaurants are great. Yeah, but the hotels, eh. <laughs> oh. it's funny. <laughs> and it uh, and this is uh, I was talking about this with someone earlier today, but just like these new uh yeah complexes and student housing right. are allowing people to come in uh from from all over the country and they're most mostly u of a affiliated totally fine but i feel like sometimes like u of a students will you know tucson is not something that they are willing to invest any like uh no uh, energy or curiosity into so they just come and bash it and, and yeah, then leave. And then leave. So like here, you have to you have to look a little closer. Yes. Like it's not on a here. It's not like on a billboard. Like this is Tucson, and uh, come and get your tickets. Right. I don't know. Like you got to look at the details. Yeah. Here you get you talk to this person and then they show you like this this studio downtown that you didn't know about or mm. and uh, yeah. Uh, you find Tucson in the nuance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you can do That's that with beautiful. any city, but uh, Hi. here I've, I've loved it. Hello. Yeah. Oh. Have a good night. Okay. Minor interruption. We're at Armory Park, uh-huh. which is bound to happen, so. It's <laughs> funny. Um, Tucson, man. Tucson is in the nuance. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth. And people, and I, I would say the majority of the people like, like that do come to the U of A, they don't understand how to look at nuance. Yeah, that's a something you gotta learn, and I'm I'm trying to look on their side too. They've they've yeah, come to exactly. well, they've come to Tucson to go to college and and like you know it. hopefully work hard and and um, yeah they're not you know they may have their blinders on about what city they're in mm-hmm. you know the the campus is is and the areas surrounding it are just all they're gonna deal with yeah so um, yeah that's that's fine so. I, I'm cool with that. Shit. Understand both sides, but it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but one side is better. So. Yeah, one side is better. <laughs> uh, 
uh, to a certain extent. One side is better to a certain idea. Yeah, probably, huh? Yeah. And hey, uh, I went to U of A, so I there. There you go. Uh, How was that? It was. It was okay. I th- I I kind of squeaked by. Oh, okay. I I was more of an observer there, and I I don't mm-hmm. feel like I was much of a doer. Yeah. So I just I, I understand just, that feeling. I understand that feeling very yeah. well. I, I didn't just, go to the U of A, but I understand that feeling. Yeah. I just barely got through there, I think, and mm. um, maybe that time uh, could have been spent more like effectively as far as uh, me and my uh, artistic, uh, you know, um, endeavors, means. But yeah, mm. uh, no. But I just instead, I mostly went to college at that time. I I was still making music, but just um, not not, uh, not with too much purpose or mm. I'm not sure there's no intention behind it yeah it was just still like it was just making it just to make it to keep the muscles uh, like toned and yeah yeah, yeah. at um, least you're doing that yeah doing yeah. Your, your daily routines of push-ups and stuff <laughs> yeah there we go yeah I've never really stopped making music since um, you know, definitely since high school and, and even before then, it was I was starting to realize that it was going to be a, a big part of my life. Right, of course. Um, so, yeah, um, never really stopped. Uh, but, yeah, as far as showing it to other people, that's when I, that's when I get a little more inconsistent. Mm. Um, so while I'm, while I'm... Are you a hoarder of your music? Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> and not even a hoarder. I would say even a, like a purger. Like so, I would, I, I oh. would make a lot of stuff and then not be happy with it and then delete it, like oh. from, from existence. Like wow. I, like I don't have it. So wow. Or sometimes I would even. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so I would give music, uh, maybe burn some music on a CD for some friends, and then later on, like delete it. And then realize like they still have it, oh. so like I would just feel, I'd feel weird about that because, I mean, because you you were done with it. I was done with it, and I. But it's still alive now, and you're yeah. like, mm. yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So there's plenty of stuff that I no longer have, and I, you know, I, looking back, I, or I, I wish I, kept still had it, so I could just use re- it somehow. Yeah, or I could just like retrace my steps to how I to where I am but um wow what what where's that impulse of like deleting it um what is it oh it just ugh, it's like just, it's just uh you just have to do it that way yeah it's just extra stuff that you don't need it's like, nope yeah wow yeah wow um good for you <laughs> I, I mean I don't know sometimes good I for you. sometimes just, I'll do it before even thinking about it for a second <laughs> like oh maybe I need this and that goes for my my life in general like I, right. I'll throw things away or like give them away yeah. before thinking too deeply about it yeah. like hey you'll, you'll need this and you'll need this in like six months or something I don't know right and but I'll be like no I'll just I was about to ask if it actually translated in your life and sure yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't like um, forgetting it that I have something or like Having so much stuff that I can't keep, uh, can't keep track of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got little one. We got little kids running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so musically, the same thing. Like 
Yeah. I've gotten better at it now. I have I have a, kind of an archive of, of projects that I've been working on, and I don't, you know. You don't purge them. I realize <laughs> I, I have enough like hard drive space. I don't need to delete this right, right away. Um, so, yeah. Um, so maybe that, um, and this is. And and when did you like actually decide to like share your music, like your productions? Like beyond just like close friends. Um, sure. Yeah. Beyond your close friends. Yeah. Like not too long ago. Yeah. Like within the past several years. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I mean, I would say the like my first kind of uh, album of original stuff is is uh, called Mehran, and I just released it within the last year, and it was. Oh, made over the course of the last four or five years wow so, not that it was like Mehran right your first name uh, Mehran my first name yeah yes. um, so it means kindness no it, it, it means kindness yeah um, or some some version some of that version of that oh, yeah okay yeah uh, so yeah that was like yeah only the, the the first thing that I could really really call my own is that on SoundCloud or um, I put that on Bandcamp. Oh, you put that on Bandcamp. Yeah. Okay. okay. But honestly, if anybody wants it, like I just I send it to them on Dropbox. Like, <laughs> like if you if you want to hear it, then so nice. There you go, everybody. If you want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, prior to that, I, I made this remix album uh, with uh, the artist Caribou. Um, yeah, and by with, I mean uh, he made uh, an album called uh, Swim. And uh, through like a remix contest, I was able to uh, meet up with him and talk about making a like a sister album to his called Stem. Right. And so that was something I, I released. I, I actually they they took care of it. Um, wow. The record labels and stuff. Um, so that was released on on Merge and also City Slang. Oh wow. Um, like uh, American and Europe European labels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe that was like the first official release I've, I've ever had. Right. Um, but it still wasn't quite like, it wasn't like down to the, the core of me. It was like, it was, it was just remixes. So. Right. Which I really, I still... You enjoy, I, but I it, like it, them, yeah. it's not you. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but it is cool that I, I like to put my own spin on things. I, I, I do remix constantly, like not, not all of them I share, but I... Um, yeah, I like to. I like to take something that's like, like out on the airwaves and and um, like mold it to a way that I. I would. Uh, up, uh, sometimes approve of, like sometimes. Uh, like I hear some really good production, but not not very good ideas sometimes, and I wanna, I wanna like just steal their production and. And like, okay, this is how I would do it. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a little. Uh, it's it's like uh, it's like sound graffiti. <laughs> mm, okay. There yeah, yeah it's, at least that's that's a, the, what I thought when you yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I, I like that. Like that you build from others and stuff. I mean, it's like almost like sampling in a sort of way, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that about about hip hop. Like sampling is a representation of like. Like this is there's context to this. This is not just yes. in a vacuum. Right. Like 
like everybody you hear on the radio right now is standing on some pretty big shoulders right and um sampling for me is paying homage to those of course those the, the big the big shoulders from the beginnings of, yeah. of hip-hop so i didn't really understand like sampling until i met up with a friend of mine djq oh yeah and, and he like because he, he samples almost all like mo- almost everything and, yeah and um and he has such a passion for it mm-hmm. and it's it's cool like, like 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 the way he goes about it and everything oh yeah i love his stuff yeah yeah yeah, I was uh, I was playing one of his tracks uh, out at uh, I think at Our Bar. Oh, he nice. likes he likes sampled uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, Dreams. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Lando was Lando uh, rapped on it going too. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, and I, the track. I met up with him later and just told him like, hey, I really really appreciate that track. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, um, shout out Q. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that, that I, I didn't understand that until later. Like really, un, until later, I didn't. I, and then when I really understood it, I was like, "Damn, that's 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 so cool." And then even even Q would like show me like, like because I like there was a like a popular song, and he'd be like, he'd be like, "This is where it comes from." And they'll show me the actual record, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like yeah. it, it's just so cool that they do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's uh, I find it fascinating. Yeah, I find it fascinating. It's really uh, um. It's 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 like um, oh jeez, I want to use some like mirror analogy here. Like it's like putting a a song in front of a mirror, and and uh, like looking at it in a different way. Mm. Um, okay. And that yeah, that mirror may be distorting it or like right. It may be like a fun house mirror. The where, mirror being you. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that you you're like a you'd be like because it would disturb it in the way that you are so right. like which makes it the make it makes it like a, a one of those like weird mirrors in like a, in a circus yes kind of thing. something like that because yeah. it's shaped like you so like whatever the reflection comes off of you is is what you can only make yeah right yeah. there we go yeah i i was like how am i gonna end this mirror, mirror analogy <laughs> i got you, you i got you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i got you no that was perfect um yeah so um and yeah, recently I've been sampling stuff that I would, that I've been listening to, um, or that I that I listened to uh, when I was in high school, middle school, um, just because I gives me gives me a lot of like emotional connections to those times in my life, mm. and so so yeah, may not it's probably not going to affect people who listen to it in the way that it affects me. Yeah, but, but um, you're presenting something to them. Yeah, but that is that is the way of things. So, um, I mean, that's 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 yeah. the that's the what is the word? It's the sacrifice you make in communicating. You you, you can't communicate everything. Yeah. So yeah, the, um, say like a hundred people listen to a song of mine. There there is now a hundred different interpretations of that song. Yes. Um, Ninety nine of which I'll never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or yeah, I guess if I'm one of those hundred people. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, like, would you say? Wouldn't you say that, like, you being the creator of a of a certain song, wouldn't you say you know exactly what it was supposed to mean? And then, but other people f- add into it, but that's their side of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I go into a maybe like a a blank slate and say, okay, oh man, I want to do I want to do this certain thing. Uh, so I'm gonna 
do it. Okay, here's a sample. Oh, geez. It, oh, that's interesting. This is different. Um, mm. And then, like, five minutes later, I'm on a completely different track. So right. not even I can keep up with the music as far as what the message is. Because um, the message could change from minute to minute if I'm adding and subtracting elements from it. So um, by the time a song is, like... Uh, I guess ready to to play out. Um, I've I've lost the original the original meaning intention the meaning of that it. That makes sense. Yeah. So it is a process to make a make a whole thing. Yeah. And I think that's maybe even more so with electronic production. Like maybe if I was like a, a folk singer or something, I could maybe keep to. Mm. And if I was using lyrics uh, to right. convey right. what I wanted to to express. Um, maybe I could stick, stay truer to that original meaning of what the song was going to be about. Right. But with electronic production, it like takes me for a ride. So by the end, I can, I can listen to it as, as a third party, just like anybody else. That makes sense. Um, I see that. I yeah. See and then that. like, and then a few months down the line, I can listen to the song as if I didn't even make it. Um, you know, I can listen to it as a completely detached like first time listener uh, if I leave it alone for a while so um, so that's cool too I, I still I want to I don't necessarily want to be on stage I want to be in the audience like enjoying it yeah so if it even if it's if it's if it's my music I don't you know I, I just want to listen like everybody else is listening to it yeah um and then interpret it the way I will, the way I will. So right, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's it's um. In all honesty, man, that makes me think that you're. Really, are you a dad? Are you are you a no, father? No, no. You probably would be a good dad. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm I'm practicing right now with uh, chickens and. Oh, uh, do you have chickens? I have, I have fifteen chickens. You have fifteen chickens. <laughs> you 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 eat eggs? Do you eat their um, eggs? It's funny enough. I don't eat too many eggs, but yeah, we have dude. we have plenty. Um, dude, I would eat all those eggs. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're uh, a free dozen is coming your way. Oh, yeah. bro, I love you so much, man. That's amazing. Ah, uh, thank you. That's that's that of much appreciated, bro. I, personally, I can't wait to like I have my own place so I can have my own chickens. Yeah. Because just, just to have my own eggs, man. Yeah, dude. That'll be great. Those it's eggs, so fun. Those eggs, like your own, your own, like your own chickens yeah. and raise, raising them like yourself those oh. eggs are so healthy for you it's a world of difference yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, and then um, man uh, the thing I didn't know about chickens is how calming they can be really like so you you know you think of a chicken and they're, they're kind of like this little spazzy bird that yeah. that just like is, is mean and pecks at you and and tries to like I don't know tries to get, <laughs> kick you out of its coop yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but man I mean since I've had these chickens for like a year and a half and you just like go into their area and just sit down with them and after a few minutes they, they forget you're there and they just kind of do their own thing and wow. and you you kind of zone out and, and kind of feel like you're in a meditative state just like just watching, watching these them. yeah watching these creatures that that have not a you know care in the world just like preening themselves and taking dust baths the and descendants of dinosaurs just chilling out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's so it's uh, an hour goes by and I I'm still in the coop like oh man I 
I, I should gotta, go, do, go do something. Yeah, I gotta go do something <laughs> to like tell people that I had a productive day. Uh, um, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you should tell people. It's like I just like looking at chickens. Yeah. I think that's productive, man. That's you're learning something. Yeah. So learning extent. I don't know if they equate to children per se. I, in fact, I, I, I'm I'm sure say, they don't. I'd say it's something. Yeah. I'd say it is some sort of practice. Yeah. Like um, I mean, we just we just dog sat a, a puppy, and that was a different story. I was like, I couldn't wait for that puppy to get out of the house. So. <laughs> so uh, in all honesty, man, I'm one of the few people that just cannot handle. Like I like dogs. Yeah. I will not keep one. Mm. Get that thing out my house. <laughs> uh, no, I have uh, I have yeah. dreams of uh, having dogs as uh, as kind of like guardian dogs for I can see that. whatever animals I have in the future. Like I kind of want to yeah. be on a big farm and. Like, wow. like build a house, have have acreage, and and like have like goats and cows and stuff. And, That's awesome. And then have like like uh, guardian dogs that like protect the flocks. Wow. Have uh, you have you heard of um, earthships? Oh, for sure. Ah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I went to I went to Taos and looked at all the earthships that Taos, they, is that New uh, Mexico. Uh, Taos, New Mexico, where yeah. they uh, the guy. Um, his like, last name he is for it, right? Like, for sure. His yeah, name is Michael. Michael Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was cool to check those out. How, how were they? Because I've only I only sent them in pictures and stuff. Right. Yeah, they're pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, um, they. Yeah. Uh, I I probably wouldn't go full on Earthship now that I I've seen them and like right. I, like they they're you know they're for the ultimate like maximum uh off grid survival right like, right well, you don't have to go all the way right you can go to a certain yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use the techniques that i you know like feel comfortable using like, right just like sustainable methods and stuff yeah and then uh yeah build a build a house and uh hopefully re- right in the middle of downtown before they build another restaurant uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was cool yeah I, I just thought you'd be like somebody who would like to do an earthship so yeah, I I definitely have uh, nerded out on them. I've lo- I've looked at their they like have plans online of how to build them and stuff. I bet they I bet yeah. they are online. Yeah. yeah, and they're you know relatively uh, have to go to cheap. What, and what is it called? Um, the location in New Mexico. Oh, Taos. Taos. Yeah, I have to check that out. Yeah, and there's I think there's even an earthship in town, and there's one in Phoenix, and there's a few there's a few scattered across the, the yeah. U.S. Yeah, because like the you know the plans are out. You know, anybody yeah, can anybody make can it. Make it. And then there's also a bunch in uh, countries like India where they like they're they're using them right. because like there's like they're literally using trash and right, making houses course. out of them. So, of course. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's smart there. Yeah. Uh, it's intelligent that way. That way they don't have to do the same mistakes that we did. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like, feel like I feel like all the developing areas in the world like really should look at America and be like let's not do that. Oh yeah. Well, let's take this. Like, like, there's there's lots of things that they should take, but there's lots of things that they shouldn't take. Yeah. Have you heard of a uh, of the of the light that's powered with gravity? Light that's powered with gravity? Yeah, it's like a light bulb, and it's connected to like this chain or with a weight on it. Oh. And it like I don't know how it works. Maybe I described it wrong completely. But however it works, it, those components are there from what I remember. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, it uses gravity to power it, it itself on. Okay. Just it, you just hang it up and it lights up. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's somewhere that, that it started in Africa, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dang. Super fascinating. Yeah. Imagine that using gravity to power power things on instead. Yeah. Oh, I mean that we have this immense force. I know. That we feel every day or yeah, we, we take for granted every day. Yeah. So funny. The yeah. funny thing is, they haven't really entirely explained gravity. Mm. 
Yeah. Just know that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a weird man. It's all weird man. <laughs> it's good times though, that's yeah. for sure. Um, I feel like I had another question for you, but uh, like it, it escaped me. Oh, it's all right. Let's see. It, I don't know where I was either. Yeah. You were talking about we were talking about the the chickens and then the coop and then you wanting to have a whole, your own farm and stuff yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, Basically, yeah, I, I want to create a sanctuary um, yeah. for like you know, I guess plants and animals and and humans and like I don't know. Hopefully be um, uh, be a place that I can uh, just like work on myself and, and mm-hmm. work with others and just like figure out like what is it that I'm here to to do like I know that music's a big part of it but yeah um, it's also just like general like what's the best way for you to live this life yeah I guess so mm-hmm. and and I gotta do it. Um, I I want to mention that I, I for about almost four years ago I had this interesting health issue occur uh-huh. where um, is this the health issue that was mentioned in the article? Yes. Um, what what did happen? So I it was just like uh, like another night of like going out and like having some drinks, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I I don't know. At a certain point I, during the night, I felt really uh, weak and shaky, and felt like I had these rushes of cold and hot going through my body, and oh. and uh, I started to feel faint and like dizzy. Just just overall not good. Like the the oh. feeling you feel like when you oh man I, I should probably go to the hospital or something. Right. Um, but I was with friends, and I didn't tell anybody, really. I just kind of You're disappeared. Just, just there, just holding on? Oh, yeah, I, I was there <laughs> holding on, and then I just kind of I kind of ghosted everybody and just went home. Oh, wow. I, I, first, I got a burrito, and then I went home, because I felt like maybe if I eat, right. I'll feel better. Right, right, right. So I I eat, and I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and it's still happening. Like, uh, there's still this... going through it. Yeah, there's this, like, pretty uh, insane, like, tightness in my head, like there's, like, a vice grip on it. And uh, my left arm and shoulder were feeling a little weird, like, you know, when you hear about, like, oh, when... Heart attack? Yeah, when you hear, like, your arm's going numb, uh, you should, you know, take a... Mm-hmm. At least take an aspirin or something, but I didn't do anything. Right, I just right. I just yes. laid in bed for a few days. Oh, goodness. Did, um, did, the, did the, the feeling in your head hurt? Was it painful? Was it... Yeah, it was a lot of pressure. Pressure. It was like... Yeah, it was like when you haven't like popped your ears when you're up in an airplane or something, wow. or like when you're uh, swimming, mm-hmm. like that that ty- type of pressure. And it it was yeah affecting how I could like see, like literally the like I couldn't really see very well, like really nothing was like blurry or or fuzzy, but it was like um, like felt like a fishbowl, like everything was really. Mm. Um, Did your peripherals expand? Uh, not expand. I would say, they, if anything, they got Small. less effective. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I just, I would look down at my feet and they would like look like they were like right in front of my face. Like, so kind of my depth perception was oh, off too. Oh, yeah. wow. And it's still, it's still hard to explain. I've, I've tried to put it into words in so many different ways. And, and, uh, and, and still, a, as we speak, I, I'm feeling effects that. From it? Yeah, from it. And that. Oh, wow that have 
and I'm bring tying it back to the uh, other thought was like I I'm trying to see what's the best way to live life because under these like under this health challenge I have mm-hmm. um I want to just make the best of it cuz I you know I'm kind of like almost over feeling sorry for myself because about of, about it. that yeah oh, okay yeah. Do you mind going into more detail of like how the visual effects at least, or like how it affected you? Yeah, um, it was uh, so it, it was affecting the way I got around too. Like I, um, like uh, I can't really walk um, down like a, a a long hallway without feeling like really wonky and like Whoa. that the ground is kind of moving under my feet. Really? Yeah. So um, was that then, or is that still even now? Oh yeah, it it was probably then to a greater degree. Right. But I now can just I less can so. I can now that I now I can manage it better, mm. and I'm pretty sure it's a little it's a little less severe now. It's just hard to tell because, like, I'm constantly in this, and I and the changes. It feels like this this thing never really budges too much. Mm-hmm. Doesn't allow me to. It's like it's like having all. Um, like doing everything in your life, mm-hmm. but you're you're like in a petri dish, like you're or you're like in a cell, huh. like like it's like suddenly realizing that you're inside something. Yeah, like um, I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm just a brain in a jar. So it like oh. yeah, it started to it started to fuck with me like in that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the article. The article. Yeah. Explain something. Uh, explain it in a way that you were. Uh, uh, everything seems small. Everything does seem a little small. Like now, I look up at the sky. I look up. At, I look at the Catalina Mountains, and mm-hmm. it's just. It just kind of feels flat and not as, not wow. as expansive as it. I know it is. Right. Um, so now I can like go. I mean, I can go on a hike. I still like going on hikes and like nature walks and yeah. like go look at birds and animals and plants and and, um, and uh, something is missing like there's like that that wonder of the world that is like now kind of slightly less acceptable uh, accessible really yeah so wow. yeah it's hard it's uh, man I I, uh, I still like you know thank my stars that I'm still I'm still going st- as strong as I can yeah um I, I'm not, you know, I'm not locking myself in my room, just staying in bed all day. Right. Like, unfortunately, like that you're, was. You're dealing with that it. was the case uh, when it first was happening. Um, yeah. So now I try to do as much normal things as I can, really like appreciate them. Of course. Um, but yeah, it, it gets me. It gets me down too. Like, ugh, why? Just get me a break for a day, and right. it's like get me out of this. Like get me out of the, this cell for a day, so I can just go out and be outside for a little bit, and then mm. and I'll come back later. But that no, that is what chronic chronic illness does not uh, let you have a break, mm-hmm. you know, for a second. Um, and um, yeah, can you can I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I, I, when I read that article, yeah. um, I had two theories, and then mostly you you like. Right now, when you explained it, right now you 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 pronounced one of the theories, um, not even a theory. 
well, more like uh, it was something similar that I've read. Uh, the experience, at least from the article and the way it was described, it sounded like an experience of the Amanita muscaria or the fly agaric mushroom. Mm. The red and white mushroom that, that Mario eats. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the people that eat it, um, they, they, they explain a, a shrinking of everything but an enlargement of themselves. Mm. And like they shoot, in, uh, they shoot up into the sky, but with like everything else shrinking below them. Okay. Um, at least that's how the article like described the, the mm-hmm. experience for you. So it sounded like a, the fly agaric experience. Wow. Okay. Um, well, about a month before all this happened, I took mushrooms for the first time. Did you? And it, I'm not saying that there's a, <laughs> a direct connection. Damn, homie. Yeah. <laughs> um, that connects with the second theory. Yeah. Um, how was oh, first actually I want to ask if you're willing um, how was that experience um, it was uh, it was heavy was it heavy yeah so um, yeah I don't know I don't I sometimes I regret doing it because mm. um, but then other times I'm like I, I, I think I would have done it eventually right because I was just so curious right um, how much did you take uh I think like maybe uh, four or five uh, stems and caps. I mean, just like basically, yeah, four to five. And I put them in a tea, and I drank the tea, and then and then um, and then I was like, I'll just eat these. uh, I'll I'll eat them as well. You ate them as well. After afterwards, yeah. And I was. It sounds like three, maybe four grams, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I was. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Man, you didn't weigh it. You just, you just, you just counted how many. You yeah. Made. Okay. That, that, that's, that's. And I was just. My um, logic was, hey, I'm today. I have the day off, and I'm alone in the house, and so I don't want anybody to worry about me. So I'm just gonna do this on my by myself. And. Um, Good for you, man. Well, I, I've heard later. Yeah, I heard later on that you you know you kind of want some. Uh, nah, you don't want to do that. You want a guide. You want someone who's gonna reassure you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, someone who's gonna you know just be there and be like you're okay. Yeah, you're not dying. You're not dying. Um, <laughs> you gotta have that man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the. So it was heavy. It was heavy. I I wanted to be outside with like my my garden and stuff and right. and suddenly when it it started to hit about an hour in. I was like, oh god, I gotta get, I gotta go inside. I gotta, like, put on the warmest clothes. I started to get really cold. Yeah, I get that. Um, and just hop in the bed and just like pray that it's gonna just last as, right. as little as possible. Um, so that was that was happening. I um, after I I threw up a few times and then I okay. I looked in the bathroom mirror and I was the smallest little guy in like this in insanely huge mirror oh like wow so i quickly looked away from the mirror yeah that's another rule you're not supposed yeah. to look in the mirror yeah oh jeez <laughs> another rule man i just did all the things that <laughs> that were not recommended uh, um so i rushed it's okay man it's yeah okay. i rushed back to bed and just closed my eyes um that was that was interesting i i feel like that was maybe the best thing to do because mm-hmm. The visuals that I was getting on the outside, like every, kind of the walls were were pulsing and yep. breathing, yeah. and um, I just couldn't handle that. So I closed my eyes, <laughs> um, and I remember seeing a lot of like geometry, mm. um, 
lot of uh, like triangles like cascading down and, and like blue lights and I heard a bird fly across my it felt like you know in the movie theater like surround sound like <laughs> like it went from like left to right wow um, so I was yeah I was getting these these uh, audio and, and visual like hallucinations behind and, the eyelids right behind the eyelids yeah yeah so that was going on for maybe an hour or two mm. where I just was kind of in uh, I was kind of like just napping and and but being in the trance yeah in this in this thing and then suddenly like after those one to two hours I like just snapped out of it like instantly mm. I snapped out of it and I was like oh I took a sigh of relief and yeah. and then I, I was like oh, okay it's over and I went outside but it wasn't it wasn't over because I because it was such a like there was such a euphoria that I I had never felt before so I just like walked around like barefoot in the garden and and just like was blasting music and um, I was listening to Mr. Carmack actually uh, uh, like I had never heard him before um, and uh, yeah that was that was great uh, and I I called I called my friend who I, I was I called during the bad part oh did you um, but uh, she actually wasn't wasn't responding oh okay um so i was like freaking out about that but then like later on i called her again and said L- sorry this is what happened i'm okay <laughs> like i just like i was freaking out uh, it happens man yeah it happens. so here's the thing that was that was great um you know it turned out to be it was a good it was an experience i think it turned out to be good mm-hmm. the next few days like the floor didn't feel as solid as it used as it usually did it just felt a little lighter right yeah i felt like you were kind of walking on like a spongy like you know like a moss moss covered ground or something mm-hmm. when i really i was just in a department store like on some <laughs> tile um so it, it had these like lasting effects yeah. to to just put it simply and then but then like a month later i i you had that i had this night where i went out and then experience. i then i felt suddenly like something was very wrong Mm. um so i don't know i still can't make that connection was it was it something i did or was it you know um and i i've i've since then stopped everything stopped um oh yeah i've stopped doing everything but um i've stopped um trying to figure out if that if it was that. Oh, okay. You I'm, stop trying to figure out what it was and you're just like, this is what is happening. I'm going to deal with this. Yeah, I'm more or less accepting of what, where I am right now. Of course. Um, I mean, I, I go back and forth. I, I kind of sometimes will start to bargain, you know, like, come on, if, if only I just felt a little better, I could, then I can just do these things and it would be better. And um, Right. But no, this is, this is it for now. Um, this is how I. Um, this is how I live, and I. And you know how I, I was saying, like a hundred different listeners of the same song have a hundred different interpretations. Yes. Right now, I, I have this new interpretation of, of my life. Um, I, I shouldn't even say my life. Just of just life of life. General. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before, I had a different one, and. 
and so you know of course it's possible like if there if there's like you know if there are eight billion people living right now there's eight billion different ways to look at life for that um at least because each person has perspective changes so um and i and i experienced a pretty big change when all this happened so that happened yeah um uh i forget let's see i brought that up because uh because i can't help but bring it up mm. because it's, it's something that's on your mind it preoccupies your attention yeah i can't i can't leave that out because mm-hmm. it, it then i'm then i'm like basically like lying to you by omission because it's right it's um it has you know and it has affected my music and and actually not thankfully not in a negative way hallelujah on that right yeah like i (laughs) now i like i realize what's important musically i i don't need to i don't need to do certain things that i thought that you needed to do that i needed to do Mm -hmm. um so um and yeah i Wow. This is it's put a lot of things in perspective and and, mm-hmm. and will continue to do so because I I still feel like man I have such I have such a journey ahead of me. Right. Um uh yeah. Jeez. Dude. That sounds like an experience. Um you want to know my second theory? Oh for sure. Um my second theory is that you're like leaking DMT. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like doing that mushroom, and then a month later, like it, like it took maybe a month for it to like really register mm-hmm. the effect. But then because it had it, it innately, you just like you had that like endogenously. Mm-hmm. You had maybe a psychedelic experience that you did not want to happen. Right. And um, and it's there lingering from what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't ever feel sober. This is this is the thing. I wow. I don't. I don't um, drink alcohol or smoke or do anything right now. I don't even do caffeine anymore. Wow. Uh, besides the occasional chocolate. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm trying to feel as sober as I can, and yet it's still, it's still... very far away. Really? Yeah. Wow. I feel constantly impaired. And that, really? that scares me because, like, you know, I still, um, like, I don't know, I... I um, I want to be, I want to be a sober uh, presence to people because, of I, yeah, and and it doesn't um, doesn't seem to affect my judgment, general ju- like judgment or motor skills or right, anything. Yeah. But inside, I feel like sometimes I feel like oh, I'm I'm, I'm just about to I'm about to fall fall over and and uh, just be um, like basically inebriated with this this feeling um so yeah i i um that that theory is as something to it like i feel like maybe i've there's something there's some yeah window that's a little bit creaked open right now yeah that i'm i'm getting a i'm getting um getting more i don't know if it's more of what more of what life has to offer or is it just like this weird well i mean the way it doesn't sound pleasant no it's not like right (laughs) now i i have a a headache and um 
I feel that gross feeling that I always feel in my head, mm. and um, you know I'm I'm sub I'm subduing the feeling of that I'm like floating off the table, but like it, you know, <laughs> because I'm pretty I'm pretty um, yeah you're here you're, you're yeah I'm pretty uh, involved in this in this conversation so like yeah. but if I was just sitting here alone, I could pr I could basically think myself into like feeling this entire park like kind of moving and lifting yeah and it's yeah it, it sounds like it should be awesome but it just man it's mm -mm. it's filled with a lot of pain and mm -mm. yeah yeah so yeah I, I i think i i'm just i'm still i'm still tripping from what happened so um wow and who knows maybe i'll wake up tomorrow and uh then it'll be gone and yeah, like that's kind of, that's all I can really hope for as far as it's being gone. Like I've, I've definitely gone to all the doctors and specialists that I could think of. Mm. Um, but I'm also afraid to, to take any, any Western medicine. So, of course. Um, yeah, that'll terrify me too. Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm just like doing this cold turkey, like to see if it, improves or changes in any way. Have you changed your diet in any way? Uh, yeah, recently, like, pretty, uh, pretty significantly, like, I, I got a juicer, and, like, I'm making all these juices, and I'm, like, I'm gardening a ton, so I'm, right. I'm growing all these, like, leafy greens, and, like, trying to be as healthy in that respect as possible, but I, but I still drive through, the, the, you know, the burger joints, and, right. <laughs> like, late at night especially, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to, because I know diet is, is it's it's such a man. It's everything. It's, it's so huge, man. Yeah. I'm 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 of the believer of the what the Chinese used to say that yeah. food is medicine. The medicine is food. Yeah. And I'm like I'm 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 there a hundred percent. For sure. And me too. And I and and I try to you know, and I I acknowledge that when I'm drinking a healthy juice or whatever, right. and then I ignore that when I'm not. So <laughs> like I. Uh, I think that's acknowledging it both ways, though. You know right. it's bad. By knowing it, you're like acknowledging that. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I. Uh, I do feel like I always think like, oh, one day I'll have enough discipline for, to you know, just go full, uh, fruits and veggies and stuff, and, and maybe they'll, I'll start to feel a, a change in my, uh, maybe like neurology or, or perception of the world. Uh, Here's a. This is something I've, I've I've sort of like came into. Some people are, some people, some nutritionists are are telling people to like go back on an ancestral diet, mm. go back to what your ancestors used to eat, right, right, and rely on that. And and uh, some people have reported alleviations of some sick, sick yeah. symptoms and stuff. Okay, and um, you got a mix. So like you got a you got a good buffet to like go mm. go to go back to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a suggestion, maybe try it out. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there, there seems to be a, a kernel of truth, truth in that statement. I feel like yeah, I, that that just that seems uh, very logical to me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that involves some some research. I got to see what what exactly I can I can get into there. Mm. Um, I think I I feel I do feel best when I've when I've eaten healthy and like fruits, veggies, and and like nuts and and like staying away from bread and dairy and all that, um, of course, and meat. But yeah. um, 
but yeah, I still have uh, I still have those those late night cravings, and, and I and I I fulfill them. They're so good. More often than not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand, man. I understand. Um, uh, foundmyfitness.com, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the scientist, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Oh yeah, I've listened to yeah. her on on uh, Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's 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 uh, one of the ones that I think is it, mentioned that I believe. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, you know, you understand. She's full of knowledge when it comes yeah. to nutrition and stuff. For so sure. That's her website. Yeah. Okay. If you're interested, I'd love to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Oh, do you exercise by the way? Yeah, I've been um, I've been doing kickboxing. Oh really? Yeah. Enjoying it? Enjoying it a lot. Does it, like, do you feel like it's been helping? It definitely. I never, th- I never think for one second in there about um, any illness I, that you're I'm here, missing. right? Yeah, yeah I so have to be there. You're just there. Yeah, or else the instructor, like you know, <laughs> gets on you. So <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta be there for that, and then I, and then I am. Right. Um, so that's been great. Uh, I, you know, I walk around as much as I can, like, um, even if I'm feeling really caged in. Like even if I, you know, if I feel like oh, I should probably stay home and like not, not interact with people right now because my head's like on fire or, or I'm feeling super, like wonky, like you know the, the, like I can feel like the earth spinning or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry for laughing at that statement, but no, Joe Rogan actually said that in one of his stand-up, one of his bits. Oh. Where he's like, I remember I ate an edible one day and I could feel the earth spinning. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you, you're, you're really high, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, bro. I wouldn't uh, want to be permanently there. No, it's, I, it's all right. It's, I think... I think there's a lot of other people that are experiencing things like this. Yeah, you're probably right. And, probably and much worse than I am. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my, you know, I I tried something once and here I am and imagine right. folks who had, who've uh, gotten a little more, more deeper down the rabbit hole. Um, I've I've personally like I've I've used psychedelics, but I mean it hasn't affected me like that. Yeah. And I've gone deep. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I've come back seems like I'm, I'm still here yeah like I haven't I haven't had a, a bad experience like that yeah um, yeah so uh, uh, oh boy, what was I gonna say yeah so like um, yeah kind of focusing on a little more diet and exercise things um, yeah you know there's a reason that's a cliche it's like it's <laughs> true it's true yeah Cliches, man. People hate cliches, but that's like them hating the truth. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta just accept it. Yeah. There's nothing more than that. Yeah. People just like everybody wants to add more to things. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to add more to existence. Right. Something more to add. It's pretty gnarly, homie. <laughs> yeah. They, you want to find that, you know, that like rare cure for this and that um, by doing these specific things. But I, I think it's more about simplifying like down to these few basic things that uh, when done integ- when done in tandem like will will help you greatly but of course yeah i'm still working on that i i don't i yeah i'm definitely not at that level of discipline where i um, you know where i'm a, a monk in the forest but right. um, you live and learn man yeah and i live in this i live in this you know 
all, you know, Tucson, although uh, that quiet place that I described, it's still filled with different uh, stimuli that, um, that cause me to act and do certain things. So, like, I'm not, I'm not fully in control. In fact, I'm, I'm hardly in control. Right. Uh, so I feel, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a byproduct of my environment. So. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, trying to take little little uh, stabs at at being in control every so often by by like yeah, basically um, training my body and training my my uh, my taste buds. Like, <laughs> just like stop. You gotta you gotta retrain the gut biome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> A friend of mine. Um, oh, shout out to Brittany Catter. Um, she uh, talked about uh, with me the psychology, uh, sorry, the gap theory, the gut and psychology theory, mm. where you know it's just like it's another brain. Yeah, it's just heavily tied, mm-hmm. like directly. So, mm-hmm. so when I was first experiencing these uh, symptoms, um, she was actually someone I ran into who was also like exploring, um, like her, you know, uh, psychology and what what to how to make things better mm-hmm. in the simplest way possible and yeah it all came back to, to eating the eating right um, yeah. so yeah but man I, I mean, even after this uh, after this talk I, I mean I'm I'm so ready for a slice of pizza like that's, <laughs> it's just like I get it I get it yeah. it's so fun <laughs> it's so fun it's fun to learn about things and then just completely <laughs> thro- throw <Ignore> them <laughs> yeah throw them away for a second ah uh, it's that mouth pleasure man yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. well bringing it back bringing yeah. it back to like I guess earth um, yeah. you excited for the Tucson Hip Hop Festival yeah man yeah what a what an event I, I can't um, I never thought it would uh, something in, in would happen in Tucson like this like it, yeah. It's more and more. Um, it's beautiful, right? Yeah, more and more. There's like um, acknowledgement of the ever-growing like hip-hop community and and oh. just like music-making community in general. Yeah. Um, I like that. I'm hearing more and more music from like bedroom producers who are like like maybe even still in high school and mm-hmm. and like they're like way ahead of me when I was their age. Like <laughs> you know, like I. I was just like tinkering around, and, and they're they're getting serious already. Like, yeah. Um, uh, so that's that's the, great to see. It's the internet age, man. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's almost nothing holding you back from from making music and putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, making anything and putting it out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I try to. That sometimes overwhelms me, though. Like I, I try to just keep keep that in, at a distance like the fact that the door is completely open yeah that like <laughs> you know um, my music like inevitably will be in the same arena as like millions of other uh, producers and uh, it's not it's not about like getting to the top or anything for me I, um, but just to know that there's so much it there's so much music that is happening as we speak that it's very encouraging and it's also very overwhelming. Right. Um, That's completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. 
I wish it to get even bigger, bigger and bigger. Yeah, um, of course. Like more music all the time. Uh, nope. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, oh man, I, I I just saw this talk at the U of A about about data transfer, and it kind of reminds me of of making music and that like like every hour or no sorry every minute on earth there are 87,000 hours of Netflix are watched oh right like, and like other things like this it's like, just like a whole bunch of yeah yeah like just to think like how much music is being made right now in Tucson alone let alone you know the, the US or world. yeah oh my god so you know and it's all it's, it's all stemming from you know these uh, common common ancestors of music yeah um, so it's, um, I can look at it that way and feel a little less freaked out by it. Like I, <laughs> there's, there's so much music happening that, that I sometimes think, what's the point of me making music? <laughs> We've got it. We've, I, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. that. I, 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 because of that, because the world now is in the palm of your hand, literally, mm. I, 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 I've come to the conclusion that, well, not to like not to bash the world but fuck the world like, like i like tucson i'm gonna do what i can in tucson yeah and um yeah that's what i that's that's like my focus and i, I guess i'm sort of broadening into phoenix but that that'll that'll happen when it happens mm. yeah 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 but uh, yeah I, 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 that's because it's it, it, it is too much we weren't built for that the brain can only remember 150 people mm. we're only built for that that's as big as a tribe was back in the day Right. Yeah, and that, 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 that's a legit scientific number. I forget the name, but it's 150, mm-hmm. approximate. That's as much as you can remember. Yeah. I have, or, or how many relationships you can have. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And maybe with music, it goes back to, like, kind of my, uh, like, purging uh, tendency or, like, minimalist tendencies with, with keeping music around mm. is that I don't want to, I don't want to fill my head with, too much crap um, <laughs> because I want to keep enough space for for the for the, the music that really uh, I feel is going to be valuable um, so I just uh, yeah so I, I feel that in, inherit inherently I feel that you can only have so much content uh, in your brain you, you yourself yeah you yeah can, you can only digest so much yeah. Which means you have to stay focused and everything. How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? Uh, uh, interview, man. Doing an interview. Hey, how you doing? Hey, so, you sorry. good? You good? It's all right. That's all right. You good, man? <laughs> uh, friendly guy. <laughs> um, well, on trees, we've gone, I believe, like, but an hour and twenty minutes. Now we're about an hour and a half. There you go. Um, you want to leave the people off with something? Last statement, a couple words. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. Um, uh, come to the hip hop festival. Uh, uh, yeah, just don't. Uh, uh, yeah, keep keep Tucson uh, keep Tucson going with your with your attendance to, to shows and with your I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. Hmm. I never feel like I have. Uh, authority to tell anybody what to do but of course uh, <laughs> um but yeah like just do it 
do yeah. it. <laughs> I don't. I feel the same way. I don't. I don't do the same thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just remember that there are, there are uh, there's artistry going on all around, and you you never really have to look too far in Tucson because we've just we just got we're really lucky to have an abundance of it. It's abundance, man. Yeah. It's abundant. It's beautiful. Yeah. And when I and I I know uh, if I ever feel like I'm I'm burnt out uh, doing my own stuff. I just I'll I'll take that time and have a rest and go uh, experience other people's art, and then and then when I'm ready again, I'll go back into back into uh, you know music making mode and and then give a little bit of of myself and yeah, and then the cycle continues. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you use social media at all? Yeah. 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 Do you want to let you want to let them know? Or? Um, as far as uh, music, you can find me at uh, altrice.bandcamp.com, mm. um, and uh, so that's where I have like a few albums and, and projects, and then soundcloud.com/altrice uh, is where you can find uh, more like remixy stuff and uh, mashups and mixtapes and things like that. Mm. Um, I do have a website altrice.net that. Mm that will link you to all of those things um and uh geez yeah that's that's pretty much it my my instagram is uh kind of more on on the gardening tip i, I don't have much in the form of music there that's awesome um <laughs> yeah I, I have like a little i have uh, yeah gardening stuff going on at home and then i i uh, kind of record it on instagram um so but yeah as far as uh music Catch me on those sites, and um, I look forward to, um, yeah, meeting new new artists uh, as much as I can, and getting more inspired every day. Beautiful, beautiful words from Altrice, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. You made it. I know it was long, but I'm guessing you enjoyed it, right? It was good. It's a good little PSA at the end. <laughs> uh, and um, I hope you guys are excited to see Altrice at the Tucson Hip Hop Festival. He will be on stage at, I believe, what is it? 3.50. If you want to check him out, DJ Q will be right up before him. Shout out to Q. But yeah, guys, he'll be up there at 3.50. And so will most of the people that I've interviewed. Mando Chill will be presenting, Woodrow will be presenting, DJ Q will be presenting, Mike Checks will be rapping and performing, of course, of course. Shout out to Ray, who will also be performing. I believe he's on the outside stage. Either way, I hope to see you guys there. This Saturday, at the Tucson Hip Hop Festival, at 191 Tool, for those that don't know. Thank you for listening. Uh, also stay tuned to the vlog if you haven't checked it out the youtube channel is happy greg subscribe please and thank you and if you do listen to the podcast on itunes please leave a review that'll be phenomenal and i love you dearly thank you again for listening and we'll catch you on the next one